up, beautiful humans? My name is Morgan, and I'm your podcast host. I'm a talk therapist by training and a practicing spiritual entrepreneur. I specialize in Reiki, tarot, and past life regression. In this podcast, I integrate both clinical and spiritual perspectives to best support you on your healing journey. Welcome to The Clinical Spiritualist. Hi, welcome back to The Clinical Spiritualist. My name is Morgan. I am your host. Today, we are going to do a collective April tarot reading for April 2022, Aries season, a lot of fire energy. Um, I don't always do collective monthly readings, but my podcast is um, somewhat new to me, so I just like to try things out, and today that sounded really fun. So I curated my own spread, um, which I encourage you to use um, if you read tarot for yourself or for others. And yeah, we just are going to take some time to gain some insight for our month of April coming up, um, how to support ourselves and how to support other people. A couple of updates. I am hosting a new moon workshop, completely virtual. It is a group Reiki and past life regression. It is for one hour um, on April 1st, April Fool's Day. Um, that is $20 and you can sign up for that on Eventbrite. I will link that in the show notes. Um, my website is morganthomascoaching.com to check out my other offerings. And my Instagram is also morganthomascoaching. My handles used to be clinical underscore spiritualist, but that is just going to be the name of my podcast. So a little, a little brand change, if you will, but without further ado, let's get into this reading. So the first question I really like to start off with in my spreads is the overall energy. So a little disclaimer before we start, if this doesn't resonate um, or this doesn't feel like it would be your April or maybe you're listening to this at the end of April or in May and you're reflecting, um, if it doesn't resonate, that's okay. A collective energy is to tap into the collective. It's not going to resonate. Every single thing is not going to resonate with every single one. So Please do not take everything I say as 100% truth. Use your own intuition and what feels good. So the first question I asked was, what is the overall energy of April? And I pulled the nine of wands and the 10 of wands, which I laughed because so much fire energy here, right? With the wands um, and it being Aries season. I really got the sense of, you know, the nine and 10 being right next to each other, a very completion energy, like you're at the end of a cycle on something. And I, before I get on and record, I like to write some channel messages down. So the nine of wands, there's this really big feeling of like, we're not sure of something. Like we know something needs to change. We know we could make a different choice or have a different kind of way of doing something. But instead of uh, facing that head on and making that change, we kind of have this do 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 like head in the clouds, um, but not in a way that's like uh, naive. It's this um, this feeling of like choice. Like I'm choosing not to look at this right now. So then it's followed right next with a ten of wands, which is like very very end of the cycle. We could we could choose to go into a new cycle and try something new. However, there's this like feeling of like, oh, I really got to feel the, the weight of it all before I finally like throw my wands down. And I'm like, okay, enough is enough. We're, we're going to start again with the ACE or start with this new thing. 
So, you know, like you have this, right. We all have intuition. There's like this intuitive feeling of like knowing I need to maybe not take on so much, knowing I need to streamline my business more and not doing it out of choice. Um, maybe like, maybe there's a fear there. Maybe there's a, I don't think it'll be that bad. And then it gets bad. Um, or, you know, I don't like to label things good or bad, but maybe it gets more stressful. And then you're like, okay, no. So April is this, the overall feeling is like, we're really feeling something coming to an end, but we kind of already knew that. Um, so some other things, overall energy, like you're going to be pivoting or thinking about pivoting or the pivoting is going to kind of come early, early May. And we're going to start a new cycle. So the 10 of wands is all about, hold on, I'm about to sneeze. So the, excuse me, <laughs> the 10 of wands is all about, it's the burnout card. This person is, um, for those of you who love tarot and, and use cards, um, I'm using the modern witch tarot deck, which I love. So 10 of wands, this person's holding all of these wands and they're looking down. They can't see where they're going. They can't see what's in front of them. They can't see what's on the other side of this kind of mess they find themselves in. And this isn't to shame or blame. Sometimes we just get in situations where we can't necessarily see clearly. Like we're all guilty of suppressing our intuition, of um, not really taking that intuitive hit because we may just not be ready. So there's no shame or blame here. Um, but the 10 of wands often leads to burnout, exhaustion. Like my, like it, it just reminds me of like the working parent who decided to sign up for PTO and is going to go volunteer. And then it's also going to go do their self-care, but then going to go do the groceries and not asking for help. Um, you know, not telling the, their support system, like, Hey, I need your support with this or, Hey, I'm having a tough time. They're like, Nope, Nope. I got it. Like that hyper independence card is what I think of. So that's the overall energy I'm getting. I wrote down a new cycle and way of being is open to you, but only if we let it only if we make the conscious choice to put something down or let people in. The next question I have is how can we support ourselves this month? I got the King of Swords, the Three of Wands, more fire energy, and the Magician, which is a major arcana card. Um, Our first major arcana card in the spread. And there's a lot more cards to talk about. So um, I kind of took it as the energy of like King of Swords and Three of Wands go together. And the way I'm looking at it, the Three of Wands, um, this person is kind of, not kind of, this person is staring like directly at the King of Swords. What I wrote down for that, we must choose ourselves first. Um, we need to get clear on what it is we need. So do you need more support? Do you need more money from your employer? Um, Do you need more emotional support from your partner? So get clear on what your needs are and what kind of, what thing you cannot negotiate. You know, I need a $2 an hour raise increase because I can't afford afford my rent. I need us to um, have a nightly debrief for an hour about our days because I don't feel emotionally connected to you. Like, what is it that you need? And this isn't to say that we can't compromise or like, you know, it's not like, well, it is kind of this energy of like, maybe we kind of have, have, have dismissed ourselves so much that this is actually saying how we support ourselves is by getting very clear. So actually, let me just kind of reel that back. It's okay to speak for what you need. 
Um, so get clear and then on what it is you need and then use your voice. The King of Swords is very directive, authoritarian, um, in a way that is very strong and powerful and like, yes, I need this for this period. Like there's, there's no, there's this energy I was getting of like, there's a difference in communication of, um, do you think that like, maybe, um, we could like talk about, uh, you know, this client and this thing that I really just need to kind of process through, but like, you know, no rush and take your time and we can just talk, you know, very kind of muddy sounding. And then this other type of communication, Hey, I have a client I want to talk to you about. Can you meet me at Thursday between two and five? That's when I have availability. Thanks. Means so much. Thanks. You know, very clear, very like states your need. When do you need this need met by and kind of what the plan is going to be? It leaves leeway for the other person. We're not trying to control other people, but we're also getting clear on our needs. Like we have to be responsible for um, what it is that we need to navigate in this world and feel good about it. So some things I wrote down were don't just mildly share, you know, make, make a statement, make a full sentence. I need this by this date. This is what I need to feel supported period. Um, the, there's this other feeling of, so we're going to talk about the magician a little bit. And also I was feeling this was the king of swords. How we support ourselves is by grounding, um, grounding ourselves in the moment. So the king of swords is a very kind of grounded type of card, especially the way, the way that I'm looking um, at the king of swords. Just very like, yep, this is what I need and I'm strong about that. So if you don't feel strong about your needs, sitting with yourself first, grounding, um, doing a meditation, you know, some affirmations of like, it is okay for me to speak my needs. Um, and so let's look at the magician, how we can support ourselves. To me, I always take it as a very spiritual card. Um, the magician is pointing down at down below and up above, um, and has the infinity symbol above their crown, this person's crown chakra, um, and has all the elements, the wand, the cup, the, the coin or pinnacles and the sword. And really everything you need is at your fingertips. And I took it as, um, you know, grounding and connecting spiritual, connecting spiritually means something different for everyone. So for some that's meditation, for some that's a nature walk, for some that is, um, you know, drinking a glass of water for someone that's connecting with a loved one. We all have a different means of spirituality and self-care and grounding, whatever kind of word feels good for you in that. The magician is calling us to kind of tune in with something outside of ourselves. Again, take that for what you want. That could be God's source. That could be your spirit guides. That could be your highest self. That could be nature. Whatever kind of spiritual viewpoint you have is perfectly fine. Um, just connect with that. Connect with something outside of yourself. Maybe that's a loved one on the other side. On the other side, hey, I need your help with this. Um, just connecting with something outside of you to help support you. Oh, and something I really felt here with how we support ourselves is not by getting on Instagram reels and looking at our favorite um, influencers and seeing what they do, but instead tuning in and trusting that you'll know what you need. Um, I've noticed this trend on, I don't have TikTok, but Instagram reels specifically, 
of people doing these really pretty morning routines. Like their green juice is like perfectly lit in the sunlight and there's like no crumbs on their counter. And you know, they have their, their lemon water, their hot lemon water. They first start out because they don't drink caffeine for the first hour. And then they do some slight yoga and their cute little outfit. And then they have, you know, a stretch and everything looks, anyway, you get it. Everything looks pretty and perfect within five seconds. And you're like, oh my God, I wake up, I have drool running down my face and I haven't touched my cards in a week. I'm a piece of garbage, (laughs) but this is this. Anyway, these cards are a reminder, like don't look outside of yourself to figure out what you need because other people are not you. That doesn't mean we can't draw inspiration. Of course, you know, and I'm guilty of it too. This isn't like a you, 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 this is, this is a me, me also thing. Um, to just look inward. Okay, cool. I feel like we, we got that covered. So how can we support each other? which I thought was a really, a really good question to ask. You know, um, we are humans and we need each other. And I pulled the nine of swords and the six of wands. Again, more fire energy here. Nine of wands. Oh, this card is like anxiety, depression, nightmares, sadness. I kind of think of it as a bit of, um, a trauma card, just like a very, you're feeling a lot you're feeling a lot. Then paired with the six of wands, the six of wands is a completely different energy. The six of wands is celebration and look, I did it. And look at me. I'm moving forward with my life. I, I did the dang thing. So I, you know, sometimes it takes me a a second to figure out the message, but this was very clear, um, with the nine of swords and six of wands paired, how we can support each other is by celebrating the small things about each other. So often in our society, we see that we see the, the marriages and the babies and the graduations and, um, you know, less so about like the new jobs and stuff, but, um, you know, our, our society very much values marriage and babies. However, we can also sometimes celebrate new jobs, moving, things like that. Those are big things. Those are big life changes that don't happen often for a lot of people. You know, sometimes people get married, they get the house, they do the baby. And then like for 10 years, like everything is kind of like mundane. And these cards are saying like, that's okay. We, we want to celebrate the mundane. We have to lift each other up in the mundane um, because that's when it's most important. Like graduation comes, you know, once twice, maybe three times in our lives, but every day happens every day. I don't know how else to say that. (laughs) So for example, um, you know, someone who is maybe suffering from depression, letting your friend or lover or whoever know, like you survived today and I'm so proud of you. You drank some water today. I'm so proud of you. Um, and that sounds a little bit, maybe to some people like, hard to understand. Um, but I think if we tune in to our own lives and, and think about a time where we really struggled and just surviving was hard, um, celebrating that for other people is really important. You know, a working parent, wow, you took your kids to school and fed them today. That that's really hard. And I, I think I'm, I hope I'm not coming across as like funny or I don't, 
sarcastic. There's, there's another word I'm looking for. Um, but I'm being very serious that keeping ourselves and, and our, our little ones and other people alive and, and okay is enough sometimes. So letting people know that you're proud of them. Don't get lost in the big accomplishments, um, but tune in into the everyday uh, celebrations. Oh, you reached out to a therapist? I'm so proud of you. You asked for a day off? That's amazing. I think you guys understand where I'm going with that. So that's how we can support other people is celebrating the mundane. Um, the last question I have is what to be mindful of. Oh my gosh. So many cards came out. I was like, what do we need to be mindful of in April? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards popped out. And it was the type of card or the type of things where it's like, I couldn't, they were just flipping and going nuts. And yeah. So I let them all come out. Sometimes I'll put them back and be like, this is too much. But I really was like, no, okay. I'm not going to read every single card. I read it as like groups of energy. Um, so if you're into tarot, let me just read you the cards that I pulled out. The Empress, the High Priestess, Five of Cups, the Moon Reverse, the Tower, hello, Two of Swords, Seven of Wands, Fire again, Justice. One, two, three, four, five. We have five major arcana cards in this spread. Um, and pretty sure every suit. We have Sword, Cup, Wands. I guess no pentacles here, but... Um, a lot going on. So instead of breaking each individual card down, I'm just going to read it as an overall energy. So what do we need to be mindful of in the month of April? Grieving who we once were and romanticizing that. I felt that very strongly is we're always so stuck in the past when we were when our body looked different, when we were younger, when we had blonde hair, when we, you know, got that degree and we're, and we're riding that high, when we were in that relationship that felt good, when we, you get the point. There's this, with this five of cups, there's this like grief of like who I once was. And then we jump to the moon reversed and the tower. It's like, no. You aren't that person anymore, and that's okay. Oftentimes, when we romanticize, it's never as pretty as what it actually was. Our brain likes to do the um, euphoric recall. You know, you're thinking of a relationship, and you have these beautiful times you had together on a reel, but your brain's not, you know, letting you in on the times when it was really bad, when it was really hard. Um, so, you know, we can grieve and think about our old life for sure. And we get to be, we get to also feel, no, you're in a new stage of life now. You're growing because you're the oldest you've ever been in this second. Let's see what else I wrote down. So I wrote down, like, I was so pretty young and cool once. And then I just wrote like hard pass, like, but look at you now, like, one day you're going to romanticize where you are now. So why not just be here now? Honor the newness. Honor the age that you're at. Honor the um, career change that you made or the new relationship that you're in. Um, you know, how have you grown? Do you set boundaries now? Do you know what you want? Um, 
Did you find a new hairstyle that opened up something within you, you know? So noticing where you are now and, and trying to stay grounded in the present, it can be, and I don't say this lightly, it can be addicting to think about the past and get caught up on this reel of um, what once was, but what is now? So I also wrote down, I wrote this in quotes, you're growing even when you're unaware. So yesterday I spent all day watching TV in the pitch dark. And there's a part of me that could be shameful about that, you know? And then then there's a part of me that's like, I was growing in that moment, even when I wasn't trying to grow, you know, because I was the oldest and live the most life in that moment than I had ever before. I hope that feels as poetic (laughs) as it feels to me. Um, That is our collective April reading. I encourage you to journal what came up for you. Um, I thought this was really fun. If this is something that you're interested in, let me know and I will do one for May. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful April and... um, I hope to see you at the new moon group Reiki and past life regression. And I will see you on the next podcast.